The Get This Podcast is brought to you by ProPhotoGo.com, professional photography on demand. Use coupon code GETTHIS to get 10% off your professional photo session. So whether you need new headshots or you have a big event coming up, an engagement, a wedding, you name it, or let's say you just want new photos so you can look snazzy on social media, ProPhotoGo is professional photography on demand. Use coupon code GETTHIS and get 10% off. Go to ProPhotoGo.com. The Get This Podcast is also brought to you by WP Engine, the best WordPress hosting available. People who know me know I build enterprise-level WordPress websites that reach millions of people a year. And it's important that those sites live at a host that is secure, fast, and offers the kind of support you need 24-7. And I can't recommend WP Engine enough. I use them exclusively and recommend them to all of my clients. Get 10% off your first year of exceptional hosting for your WordPress website. Go to getthispodcast.com slash WordPress, and that will trigger the 10% off coupon. Again, it's getthispodcast.com slash WordPress. Welcome to another episode of Get This, the podcast about things people love. I'm your host, Kevin Kautzman, coming to you from beautiful Washington Heights, where it's spring, not spring. What day is it? I've got two guests here. This is rare. This is the first time. Two guests at once. Jose, is it April 5th? April 5th, right? Friday. I know it's Friday. (laughs) Friday, April 5th, uh, in the foul year of our Lord, 2019. And I'm here with my good friend, Jose Ignacio Gomez. The one and, and only. The one and only, <laughs> who, whom you'll re- remember from the first episode of Get This as the, the fella from Venezuela. So maybe we'll come back to that. And we have a second guest, our buddy Mike. And I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. Mike, hit me. Razier. <laughs> Razier. No, not with the r. Razier. Wait, whoa, 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 that was almost perfect. Oh, yeah, grazie. 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 No, we've had the r. Okay, so <laughs> this is not. Okay. Grazie. Grazie. Only for the first r. Got it. Grazie. Because that's how you pronounce the r. Very good. Okay. Yeah, and you're and you're from, uh, where are you from, Mike? The Netherlands. From the Netherlands. Uh, you're from Amsterdam, right? Uh, no, I uh, study in Amsterdam, but I live in Hedegewaard. So the northern part of Holland. Gotcha. Right on. And this is going to be a fun one. We've got, you know, two guests all at once. I think we're going to talk about games on this episode because that's something, Mike, that you're really into. Oh, yeah. I, I used to be a big gamer, but not, not aimer that much because I follow a study, a course, on game development. So you're, you're studying game development in the Netherlands? Yes, in Amsterdam. In Amsterdam. How is that going? Uh, it's pretty good. I uh, joined late in the first school year. Uh, but thanks to one of the teachers there, I was able to, uh, come into the first year, uh, even though I assigned for the next school year, uh, and it turned out great. Uh, so the kids that started out with helping me, uh, some of my friends now, Justin, for example, uh, he, we're great friends now. We're still in the same class, uh, and sometimes I help him and sometimes he helps me. Oh, so you made a, you made a buddy in, in game school. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, and, and uh, Jose, what's your background with, <laughs> with gaming? Games? I'm going to be like way out of context right now because uh, I was very into it in 1980, what, nine? When the, with the Nintendo, that was like really, that was like, I remember just spent one week without, with my brother, just like we couldn't get out of the room in a week. We've, we just were going on just for lunch and then come back and we were playing Mario Bros. or Zelda like crazy, like 24-7. NES Zelda. What's better than that? 
What's better? Nothing. That's why, you know, that's that's why that's after Nintendo for SNES. me, everything died. It's like when Nirvana came out, you know, under the same thing. <laughs> Rock is over. <laughs> yeah, that's right. GNR is over, right? Nirvana is here. Only thing better than that, hands down, Mario and Luigi brother in, Brothers in Time on the DS. Mario and Luigi Brothers in Time. Yeah, okay. because you got like the adult version of Mario and Luigi and like the baby versions. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it's 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 just as a kid, that's the best game I ever played. Oh my god, oh, man! I'm I'm. How does it go? Bum 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 Come on, give me a break! It's pretty close. Pretty close. The Zelda music. Oh jeez, I don't remember that music. Oh my god, it's it's burrowed into my brain. It's always gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah, you know they they have the the whole at the conventions and stuff. They have the bands that play the music and everything. I mean, just incredible, dude. The nice. SNES Zelda, give me a break. When the world, when you complete the first portion of the world, and you feel like, oh, I'm beating the game, then suddenly you go into the the underworld, and it's a whole additional game. Just incredible stuff, man. That's pretty the stuff cool, of my childhood. Cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. I actually, I think I just watched a video or, or on YouTube that this guy playing that song, that Zelda song. But I, I mean, I didn't hear on it, so that's why I don't remember the song anymore. But yeah, I used to play that game like, on the on, on the NES, huh? On the on the original Nintendo? No, uh, yeah, on the original Nintendo. And also, I remember even one day we were so much like crazy about it that we record the game in a VHS. <laughs> yeah, just to watch, just, just, really, just to watch, uh, just watch to, like yourselves movie, play like, back, like yeah. a movie. <laughs> Mike, what about you? I mean, you're the you're the, the the fella here devoting your life to this. So, what was the? Can you remember what's the first game that you fell in love with? Just head over heels. Oh uh, no, Nintendo and Nintendo Cats. Which one? I think Nintendo <laughs> What is it? Like j- this game on the DS where you have pets. Oh, there's a game on the D. What is the DS? Which one is that? Uh, the DS Lite. So it's like a. Was it like a little like post Game Boy Game Boy type thing? Yeah. It's, okay. It, it, but the best thing about the DS Lite, you could also play Nintendo or, or uh, Game Boy games on it. So it was um, what's the word? Uh, re- like reverse compatible? It was backwards compatible. Yeah, it was backwards compatible. Cool. It's, so in the back, it has one of those small slots, the thing that uh, goes into the DS, the 3DS, uh, I think even the Switch. And in the front, you had this way bigger uh, card holder, cartridge holder for the DS games. And I had some of those. Uh, I'm having flashbacks to the Game Boy. When the Game Boy came out, that was a, I mean, it was a game changer. That was a big deal because you could have your Nintendo anywhere. It was, it, yeah. in a way, it was kind of the, the first big mobile device. Now that you think back to that, isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, the same feeling. Yeah, it's like when, it's for well, from my generation, you know, I guess guy from the '80s like me is all of these kind of things were amazing all the time. Amazing. Did you have a Game Boy? I think my brother had it for a little bit, but I don't, I don't remember he bought it. So I think some of his friends gave it to him for a, quite a bit, and I, we kind of kept it. But uh, but I wasn't that much into the Game Boy, to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think in that moment, I mean, the Nintendo, yeah, but in that moment, for me, it was different. I just love to have my Walkman and listen to music. Yeah, most yeah. Of the time, something completely, I, I was kind of like changing in that moment. You life. know, you, you answered the question I was going to ask, which is, you know, what's the other device? It was the Walkman. And yeah. when you really think about it, Sony, mm. Sony dropped the ball. Yeah. Because yeah. Sony should have released the iPad or the, I, true, the iPhone yeah. or uh, iPod yeah. rather. Right? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? It's like these companies kind of get yeah. fixed in their mentality. They they accused Nintendo of this too. Nintendo kind of missing the mobile uh, game revolution uh, and all the rest. Hmm. Have you heard that? Yeah, no, I mean, but now I'm hearing it. I mean, yeah. It makes sense, right? It's, I mean, Sony, Sony sort of should have been there. But yeah, the Walkman was a big deal, right? It was for, initially it was for cassettes, right? Mm-hmm. Did they, yeah. were, was there was there a device that was a big deal for, for eight tracks? Uh, geez, Mobile? I don't, I don't think so. I think there was something like that, but I'm not pretty sure. But it wasn't such a big deal yeah, as like, like a, the yeah, Walkman. I, I think I've seen movies like this guy with like, it looks like a satchel or a purse. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like a recorder or he's, something he's like that. He's carrying around his uh, turntable. Of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's walking with it. <laughs> oh, man. So so what was this first game, Mike, that you fell in love with? What's it called? Nintendogs. Nintendogs. <laughs> yeah, I and you're like, was, but So you, you like care for like a little dog? It's like a Tama, Tamagotchi kind of a thing? Yeah, basically that. But like, that, that was one of the first games I had on the Game Boy, I think, even. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. 
Yeah. Uh, but like so many good memories of my childhood. The PlayStation 2, uh, which could run PlayStation 1 games. And then later on, as I uh, got older into high school, and uh, schools in, school systems in Holland are a bit different though. So maybe we'll get to that later. But uh, I got into uh, Call of Duty and the PS3. The first Call of Duty I played, P- uh, Black Ops 2. And uh, once I got my uh, own play- PlayStation 3, uh, just Call of Duty Ghosts came out. I, I fell in love with the game, Black Ops 2. Still my favorite Call of Duty ever. Ballista, Snipers for Life, everything. <laughs> uh, and Advanced Warfare, it was fun. But then it just started going downhill. How did you play uh, Call of Duty at that point? Were you playing locally or were you doing LAN stuff? What you were playing on the PS3, you said, so it wouldn't be yeah. LAN. So you're, were you playing? You weren't playing online. Were you playing with friends? No, I was locally? playing online. Oh, you were. The PlayStation 3 was amazing because you didn't have to have some stupid subscription to use your own internet. <laughs> well, I, like yeah, yeah. I, that's why I turned uh, to PC again because I, I didn't want to lay down fifty bucks a year just to get online. Right. You know. Yeah. On principle. Yeah. Free and open inter- internet. Uh man, Goldeneye. Were you? I think you were a little. You're a little yeah, younger I've, than I've I. I've never played Goldeneye, Ooh, but I've seen the did game. You play Goldeneye. Oh my God, jeez, I don't remember. Goldeneye was that was that rare blockbuster game for for a console that if you weren't into Mario, this is N64. You weren't into Mario. You weren't into and Nintendo knew it. They always know what they're doing. They they lead with Mario. They lead with Zelda. They have their proprietary games that aren't going to be anywhere else. Which sort of if you're a big you know if you're a fan, you're going to get the console Smash Brothers, and. Um, but on N64, when the the jury was out, ah, is this console worth it? Da da da. Whatever you know. I think what was I think the PlayStation was a competition at that time. PlayStation won, and uh, then Goldeneye came out, and it was just over. That was the game. Everybody, I, I you know, I can remember days like this. Friday afternoon, I got friends around, and we were just shooting each other in the head, <laughs> just all thro- dropping bombs on each other. You know, here we are. What could go wrong with an entire generation doing that all all afternoon for days and days? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. You ever play that, Mike? You ever play Goldeneye? No, but I've seen the game. And yeah, yeah. oh my god, it looks like so much fun like YouTubers see nanners. Just all just pulling off shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, pulling off shenanigans, exactly. Yeah, that's that's but like but one of my grandparents, he, he used to talk about how he had a slingshot and uh just would go steal crops from farmers and, <laughs> and shit like that. And I like wait well, in, in real life or in real life. <laughs> okay. Like and nowadays you can't even have a stick on you because that will be seen as a weapon. Uh, not not in America, my friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. We. Yeah. Well, we still have the Second Amendment. Oh, I mean, if you walk around New York with a machete or something, you're probably going to get pulled over pretty fast. The thing is, if you have a machete in a normal carrying case, it's not considered a weapon in the Netherlands. Ah, but the police know. stick is okay. So, a uh, hard wooden stick, a giant fucking blade. <laughs> yeah, the one is definitely a weapon, and the other, that's just a tool. Mm. Also, the thing is, like, <laughs> in the Netherlands, 18 and above, you're legal. You can drive on your own, you can drink, you can have, uh, you can buy weed, and you have, can get, uh, five grams on you, and the police aren't able to do anything because that's legal. Uh, but. What if you, what if you have, like, a, like a pistol? That's where I want to get onto. <laughs> okay. Because BB guns. Okay. Those aren't really legal. And you got airsoft, the electric and the gas guns that shoot uh, the mm-hmm. uh, biodegradable BBs. Uh, and there's like an entire sports on that. You got to be a member of the NAVB. I don't know what the uh, English uh, num- uh, lettering is, but uh, that's one of those uh, corporate uh, things. Yeah, like, it's like a, it's like a, it's, not, it's like a yeah. license. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. You got to pay and then you can go play. And then you can carry a BB gun. Yeah, then you can bury, carry a BB gun, but uh, everything has to be reg- registered. Uh, if you go to a friend who also plays Airsoft, for example, because you want to go uh, all handyman on your uh, sniper or assault rifle and just maybe add a couple uh, attachments. Uh-huh. Uh, all of that, like the transport, you have to res- just register that. Right. But when you turn 18, you can get an air gun legally without any permanent subscription whatsoever there's no limit on the power there's a, a power limit on the airsoft guns uh-huh. but not on the air guns so i can get a giant 
air gun. Uh-huh. You just cock it back, yeah. and it's ready to shoot. It can have a, uh, a clip even. What is a clip for an air gun? What does an air gun do? It shoots uh, metal BBs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no! So, with gas, or the one that are no, bump like, like a fl- the flower, the one flower. with gas that's considered an airsoft gun, but the one yeah. that's like completely air, I, I oh. think some quote unquote gas uh, guns <laughs> also work like that. Uh, but you can yeah, have like yeah, just yeah. a cockpack on the right, bolt, right? And a BB is loaded in, and they have like these these absolutely tiny magazines which huh. are two BBs wide, yeah, and, and one BB thin. What? Yeah. And they can hold like twelve BBs. What, if not what kind of damage can you do with that? I mean, it's the, some it's a big little like, like intense pinch. Oh, oh. it hurts. But I don't like that's that. an airsoft gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Some air guns yeah. are there's no limit on the power. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so well. some are strong enough to kill squirrels and maybe even humans. Oh no. Some huh. like some have a ridiculous amount of power and even have like a big gas yeah. tank on the stock. Seems like a loophole in the law there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a Second Amendment guy. I mean, this is America. What are you going to do? So, yeah. but I'm, we're talking about Holland. So, yeah, but like the f- reason there's like this um, uh, membership slash subscription for airsoft is because it's a sport where you shoot at people. An air gun is never meant to be pointed at. Why are you shooting people. at people for this sport? Do they wear armor and things? I, I, yeah. I, I, Whoa. I, I, I don't like airsoft is a big sport. It's not only in oh. Holland. Oh. In Holland, it's relatively small, but in like, uh, Canada, Russia, even the US, uh, and even a bit in Japan. Is it kind it, of like paintball? Yeah, it's paintball, but instead of paint, plastic, it's real, pretty real realistic shit. guns. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a fun weekend to me. It does to me. Oh, I, you're I, into I, it? I did it once with okay. a friend of right. mine, but we had like the shitty, shitty air, uh, airsoft guns. They were electric, but they had three modes, safety, uh, semi-automatic and full automatic. Uh, semi and uh, full automatic were the same. You only had full automatic. And a lot of the times the gun would not shoot and the clip you had like this wheel on the bottom. Wow. You had to roll that to load the, uh, the BBs into the magazine. So, uh, the gun could actually pick it up, but that didn't work for Jack. Well, shit. this is the, this is the failed, sh- uh, school shooter podcast <laughs> with, with our friends Mike and Jose. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about I, video games yeah. and now we're talking about, <laughs> right, you want, do you want to talk about heavy metal and <laughs> that rap music yes. the kids are into? No, no, not rap. Come on. Come on. Don't disappoint me now. No, no. Hey, some rap is pretty good, man. Some, some rap is all right. Wu Tang, yeah. Kanye. That's all right. Uh, I like rap stuff. Remixes. I mean, yeah. X has the number Moonlight. I, I love the freaking song, but that was because it wasn't the original. Mm. I, I've only been listening to this remix, like this different cover. Oh yeah, uh, a little extra bass and an actual good voice. Yeah. Sorry to say, but. Spalaya. If you, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't listen to that in a song. <laughs> um, if you, uh, if you do nothing else but listen to Wu Tang, you know, you'll be all right. That's a that's a pretty good place to start. This is fascinating. We're all yeah. over the place, but it's good. Yeah, no, no. I'm actually, yeah, I just got into these two guys by surprise today. So I actually like the conversation, the way it was going, even on the way here, because this kid is from Netherlands, which is very smart and cool. And we immediately connected, you know? Yeah. Jose's talking yeah. about how I hijack people into podcasts <laughs> randomly. Hey, buddy, come yeah. on over to yeah. Kismet, the bar where he bartends. And we're here. We're hanging out. Yeah. And it's time to podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Mike's only here for a minute. <laughs> He's got to go back and shoot somebody with a BB gun <laughs> in the Netherlands. I think I want to go there. Yeah. Hey, it sounds like fun. Hey, just, in the woods or? Just give me like one and a half a day. I'll be right back. I got to shoot this kid. I got to shoot this pig. Don't kid. worry. He's got <laughs> armor. He's got goggles. It's all in good fun. Yeah. The kid doesn't. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But in any case, he got green hair, you know. Yeah. Mike has, if you Mike see has green, green hair. hair. I mean, my yeah. nickname is Weed Plant just because of my hair. Your nickname yeah. is weed plant yeah but it's only because of the green hair <laughs> but yeah mike has green hair a ten dollar hoodie which looks like a 150 dollar designer hoodie that we would get in america they do hoodies better in primark, europe apparently baby. yeah primark hoodie uh yeah it looks looks wicked cool and uh yeah yeah man i dig it yeah today, thank you today is, is more dangerous to see a guy with green hair in the Romi- in dominican republic neighborhood <laughs> yeah he's like <laughs> any other dominican guys around yeah but be careful with that kid man man it's yeah what what i mean okay well one how do you say i mean 
your nickname. Weed hair. Is it weird? Weed hair? No, just weed plants. Weed plant. How do they say it in Dutch? Weed plantje. <laughs> weed plantje. Weed plantje. Yeah, that. that's easy. Right. Yeah, okay, that's easy. That's, yeah, yeah. cool. So, cool. wheat plancha. Wheat plancha. <laughs> no, no, that's worse. Ah, that's worse. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 plancha. Plancha. Well, this is fun. We've got uh, people from three continents here. Uh, Jose, yeah. born in Venezuela, our made here. Mike, from yeah. Uh, Europa. Yeah, we got a couple of islands from the ne- from the Netherlands countries in right off my, the coast of Venezuela, which is Curaçao and Aruba. Aruba is from the Netherlands too, right? Uh, yeah, we, Aruba. For, yeah. I, I think so. And I'm not the, sure. I only I know, know Curaçao. Curaçao. Yeah, it's yeah. from the Netherlands. Yeah. When are you going to give it back, you colonial? <laughs> no, that's never going to happen. It's got BB guns <laughs> lined up on the shore. <laughs> D Day. If, if, if they do that, those they, islands go, are going to go to hell. So they, <laughs> they're better with the Netherlands. They're better I, think with we, the I think we see your politics pretty no, loud. That's what it is. It's true. If oh. they come with BB guns, we'll come with air guns. <laughs> we will meet them on the shores. Well, that's my <laughs> opinion. Those were the English. Doing like a Churchill thing, you know. Yeah, that's my opinion. I don't want to hear any feelings right. from Curacao people. Yeah, Curacao. <laughs> oh, fun. Well, video games were a pretty major part of my life when I was younger. At some point, we got snacks here. Snacks are happening. At some Sorry. point, not at all. Don't apologize for that. And at some point, I made an, a, an intentional choice to move away from spending so much time with them because you, I don't know. I mean, I, I was I was not going to have a career like our like our pal Mike developing them them, and so. Yeah, it was in that weird zone where maybe if I was a little younger, I would have thought, "Oh, this is this." There'd be a career at the end of this. Uh, but man, as a kid, I spent so much time, and not all the games are destructive. I learned a lot from these games. Um, you ever play Sim City? You change your city, your 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 city. You change your life. I do play Sim City. Actually, it's two plates in City on my iPad. It's that freaking addiction. It's an, it's great. You build something. You yeah, make no, something with SimCity. I've been playing that thing for like maybe seven years. I stopped playing it for a long time. But my my city is really nice. It's called, <laughs> it's called Panorama. Yeah. It's Panorama? Panorama? You have a city? Dude, can you... Can, seriously, for the show notes of this show, can you send some pictures of your city? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, send yeah. some screenshots. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right after. All right. How yeah. many... How, what's the popula- population of Panorama? Right now it's like 800... 90,000 or something like that? 890,000 people. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like keeping it low, you know? I'm mm-hmm. actually at the point that I'm just building... I, I'm not, I don't care about growing the population. I'm just caring about making look cool the, the whole, you know, lay of the city. Because, it's you and the UN. Yeah, especially in my house. The house of the, house of the governor, which is mine. <laughs> I'm completely capitalist in that way. No, no. Can you send this? I want to see... My a... house is like... It's a shed. It's like surrounded with water, <laughs> with a heliport... <laughs> You know, a farm, uh, what else? Uh, um, Some alligators. Oh, yes. All of it, all of it. <laughs> Calling Dr. Freud. Oh, it's right on the coast, you know. It's like, it's the you're, the little, you're a little uh, dictator. You're a little yeah, chavez. Li- of, no, uh, no, everybody's pretty much happy in my, in my uh, city, you know. And they got good, you know, transportation. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're moving around. Yeah, they got everything public transportation. Everybody's happy. I have 100% uh-huh. smiley faces. Oh, <laughs> wow, man. Oh, I'm so glad. I Listen, I need a screenshot of... Your mayor mayoral mansion. I'll definitely send it. That's, it's, it's actually funny. That <laughs> That's I'm the funniest gonna, thing. I always wanted to share my city with everybody. Oh, yeah. Well, so you're a gamer then. You're, you're well, games. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, when I it depends. Like right now, I like those kind of things. These kind of games, I love it. Like I don't know, I, I always yeah. like building things and yeah, organizing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. What about you, Mike? Yeah. You, ever, you ever play games like that? You play. Uh... Like SimCity or The Sims or no, I haven't played Sims, but I've played games like it, like Cafe slash uh, Tycoon isk games. What was the, the tycoon? You said what tycoon game? Roller were you coaster into? tycoon. Roller coaster tycoon. Just making this insane roller coaster and getting people killed and getting people to vomit. <laughs> That's all you want to do: make money, make people vomit. <laughs> Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> oh, bada bing, part. bada boom. Bada bing, right. bada boom. You, you had just... your first Manhattan today. Oh, One yes. of us. One of us. A Manhattan in Manhattan. Us. That's it. Come on, man. So that's the game, huh? You, you try to make people vomit? Yeah, basically. <laughs> you try to make money, you try to make people vomit. It's the best game ever, right? Yeah. <laughs> what platform did you play that on? Oh, just PC. Oh, you were playing that on your PC. Yeah, I, it was, I, I think, even on a disc. 
Oh, like yeah. we used to have an old computer and we uh, and the games I had, they were all played on disc. Oh yeah, I remember that. Did you ever play Oregon Trail? No, never heard of it. Never heard of it? Oh no. shit. No. Oh boys. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. It's two against one. What you gotta do? What you gotta do? What you gotta do? I'm, I'm, I'm the host do? of this podcast. <laughs> this is my show. Now, uh oh man. The Oregon Trail. It was a it was a game that was developed by a company that was contracted by the state of Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. And they were contracted to make a game that would teach a certain set of skills to the youngins. Oh, and yeah. yeah, and they I'll show it to you after the the show. Uh, and if you don't know the Oregon Trail, I don't know what to tell you. You got to uh, Google it uh, and you can play it on an emulator. So the whole idea behind the Oregon Trail is that you would sit at a computer and if you were playing it properly, it was a group game because you could work together at the computer to plan a strategy to cross the Oregon Trail. And to survive going from St. Louis to the Willamette Valley in Oregon. And it was, it was a pioneer, uh, settlement s- uh, simulation. Okay. So you would learn math and strategic planning and all of these other things as you played the Oregon Trail. However, there was a. I was falling asleep, but yeah, I love it. Oh. <laughs> Dude, we're going to play. Oh shit. After this, I, I promise you, the three of us. One, we're going to take a screenshot of uh, Jose's plantation. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> and we're, and we're gonna, <laughs> but they, they're, 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 they've got 100% smiley faces. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're, <laughs> they're smiling. <laughs> they're happy. They're happy. Um, and, and then we're, we, you know, we're going to look at the Oregon Trail. But there's a mini game inside the Oregon Trail where you go hunting. And... You maneuver and you kill, uh, you can kill bison, you can kill deer, you can kill, kill bear. And it's all about getting meat for the hunt. Can you kill humans? You can't kill humans. But <laughs> why? The trail kills humans. Again, we're on the. Not even the ones that deserve to be killed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it kills you. Can the you trail- kill yourself? Yeah, you can kill yourself. Then it's a good game. Oh, oh, God. Wow, this is the the European nihilism podcast with our new friend Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'll show it to you. It's amazing. You can kill squirrels, Mike. Okay, no, it's a bad game now. No, you, you, no, you don't like that. No, no, no. Don't touch the squirrels. Okay, the so squirrels when, are cute. When we play, cute we won't beans. touch the squirrels. Okay, if you if you if you do, I kill you. Okay, <laughs> okay. all right. You, how are you gonna How are you gonna kill me? I'm gonna, gonna strangle you <laughs> with gonna throw a, you the a, a rope of beer <laughs> bottles. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. Okay, all right, Mike. I I, see, I think I see how this is, man. Um, that you is just too, need a lot of clue. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll be all right, uh, Mike. I got to tell you how much I admire you coming on this podcast in a second language and i know that you've probably been speaking english you know english since you were quite young uh, but nevertheless yeah mm-hmm. like we that's get- admirable you too jose i mean i know you're well yeah yeah i barely <laughs> speak quite, english quite a bit <laughs> the thing is i learned english mostly from talking english to turkish people because mm. back uh, mm. like when that's i was funny ver- you mentioned that actually yeah, because I when I was are. very little, we always, uh, like, once a year, we go on a vacation, like, either to Disneyland or Paris, uh, with the train most of the time, or we went to Turkey. And I always, uh, from playing, like, Pokemon on the, the DS, the Nintendo DS, I was, I was, I learned English. I was gonna tell you that one of my friends from college here in, in New York, uh, from acting school, he from Turkey. So he sounded, I was going to tell you, you sound like him <laughs> speaking English. I was like, <laughs> oh. I don't get it. Maybe it's the, you know, the Netherlands accent or that. Yeah, kind of it's, like, that's it's probably a Dutch accent, but like yeah, in yeah. the Netherlands, we have a lot of like Turkish and, uh, Marquean yeah. people. Mm. Uh, and there's a lot of like race, racism and discrimination. One of our politic quote unquote leaders, uh, he is like, Mainly trying to fish in people by saying like uh, no Turkish people. What's his mm. name? Uh, Mark Rutte. Was is it? Wait, is it, whoa, 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 whoa! No, 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 no! That's a completely different <laughs> politician. He's from the VVW, and the, the this guy's Geert Wilders. I was going to say the Geert Wilders. Yeah, yeah I was Geert Wilders. Yeah, yeah. So you got you got your your lines crossed there. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my apologies. My, no, girlfriend, my girlfriend's in love with Istanbul. She's been there a couple of times. She speaks a little Turkish. 
and she's been teaching me some words. But I mean, like you know, Chuxibiorum, which is I love you, and Bende is like me too, stuff like that. But she is in love with the culture and she loves the city. Yeah, pretty cool. And that's it. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying right now. No, that's all right. Yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> They're looking at me with this. How like, did you, uh, Jose? How did you? What's going on? Well, no. How did you learn uh, English? I, I mean, I, I always like listen to a lot of rock music, you know, and movies in English. That helps. But then when I was when I finished high school, I didn't know what to do with my life. And then there's this uh, English academy in the middle of in Caracas called the CVA or C- yeah CVA. Remember exactly what it means right now? I will remember. Oh, there's Centro Venezolano. Yes, Cent- uh, Venezuelan American Center. Centro Venezolano Americano. So I st- studied English CIA for like a operation. year. For like a year and a half or something. Yeah, I went through the all 18 levels. It's that every month it's a level. And then, and then after that, I think I took a little bit of conversation. And I would say that then, you know, when I moved to the stage, you know, I have all of that covered. And then it just started like, you know, just, well, you live here and you start to... Yeah, I've been here for a long time, yeah. yeah. But especially when I when I lived in Miami, I wasn't really practicing anything. But then I moved to New York and then I was forced to really speak English. <laughs> <laughs> You're forced to, forced to speak New Yorker. <laughs> and that too. Yeah. Bada bing. Bada boom. Uh, bada bing, bada boom. There you go. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking for a, a show title. I'm still thinking it might be... Don't shoot the squirrels or something like that. Uh, yeah. English. Interesting. Have you had dreams in English? Has that happened? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Even wet dreams in English. <laughs> All kind of dreams in English. <laughs> this reminds me of something that, uh, that, that my girlfriend was talking about. The, uh, oh God, it's so funny. How they used to, back in the day, the women would, would lay down and kind of just take it and, the thing they were told was, think of England. Think of England. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just make those babies for England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Do it for England. Do it for England. That's right. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> we're not that far away from that. It's, we're, we, we think we're so evolved and so not at advanced. Not at all. Not at all. I was just really thinking about that. It's like human beings have been in the universe for, you know, the smart civilization, let's put it way, for like 2,000 years. Yeah. And, and, and freaking universe is like 14 billion years. So what the hell? Right. Yeah. And we're, we're so pretentious and full of shit, basically. Uh, yeah. All right. of us. But at the same time, we have these devices that beam our mm-hmm. thoughts into space and send them back down around. If you go back to Venezuela at any point or our pal Mike next week is in the Netherlands, we're able to do something that's, that is indistinguishable from what they would have considered magic 100 years ago, mm-hmm. 50 years ago, more Oh, or no, less. yeah. And that's kind of wild. I don't think things are quite what they seem, I guess is my point. And maybe this comes back to gaming and how games play into that whole reality or meta-reality, uh, metaverse. The idea that, yeah, people inhabit different realities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all the way into that, actually. Mm, it's yeah, worth thinking realities, about. Yeah. The people who, and this is something I really want to get into as we get into the second half of the show here, is, Mike, The when did you know you wanted to be a game developer? Uh, back to Minecraft again. <laughs> oh, you right. Earlier yeah, we I, were talking like, about Minecraft. Yeah, like I think it was version 1.8.1, 1. 1, like right around 1.8.5 or 1.5.1. 1. Or on 5.5, I don't know the version anymore. Uh, the command block came into the game. Yeah, you could just cheat that in with a give command. Uh, and using that block, you could run sets of uh, code. Uh, and basically, that's why mini games all of a sudden got really advanced, really big. And you got crazy monsters and rooms that were transforming. And now it's evolved so much more than I could have ever imagined. I'm not playing Minecraft anymore, so... I'm not keeping track of any of that, but that's when I started making mini games and making my own games within games. Uh, so I was like, okay, how do you start making games? How do you make an actual game? That's how I came on Unity tutorials. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, in Unity they code with C sharp. I'll just follow the C sharp course. Uh, 
uh, the, the, I was like 60% in the way of the course and all of a sudden it got removed off of YouTube. Thank you, Microsoft. But I learned a lot of uh, <laughs> Google, Google, Google owns YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's one of those things that happened. Yeah. So I started learning C Sharp and then I started following tutorials of how to make games. I uh, started making those games from those tutorials and I started picking up more and more code. Uh, and I just made small things. And then I got into uh, this college, Media College, uh, Amsterdam, uh, follow, um, following a game development course uh, in my second year right now. And holy, now I know where I can look for information, what I can mm. do, that I can do basically everything with every language and that basically every language can work together. You mean uh, programming language, languages? Yeah. yeah. Like now... If I want to make something, I can look it up and I can probably learn to make it myself. Hmm. Nice. All I all I heard as you were cool talking, I was hearing what you said, but I was also hearing the flames rising behind you in your social life. <laughs> just, just the obsession and the, the, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm just poking yeah, yeah, fun. Well, like, but that was, that level of I admire the hell out of that. It's awesome. Yeah. No. No. Me too. I'm. I'm yeah. I don't think I ever met any game developer like that like you know uh, this is the first time and he's this guy's pretty young so i think it's yeah like, i find i find it fascinating yeah it's pretty cool you see you're i wish i had that choice maybe when i was a kid like, oh i want to be a game developer right well <laughs> our generation and you're yeah. a little older than i am jose our generation that wasn't a viable option mm-hmm. and it was around the time that we came of age and properly became men, you know, in our twenties or whatever. I mean, I'm still working on it, but, but that, that industry outstripped film and television. It's more lucrative than film. Hollywood is second fiddle to the game industry. And I think that freaks a lot of people out just in Mm. terms of pure revenue. And, uh, so this is great, man. I really, really dig it. So you, in a way, you're you're self-taught, but now you've migrated Mike into the like a school, like yeah, an atelier for for game yeah, like development. The school itself doesn't necessarily teach you how to make a game. They teach you this. Uh, the, they give you the knowledge and the tools mm-hmm. to teach yourself mainly. And they try to accelerate that process by giving you assignments for like tools and. Uh, games and applications you're gonna make. Hmm. All right. Are you really into the more artistic, forward-thinking, progressive concepts in game development? The idea that it's an art form, for example, because of course it is. It is an art form, and it's a matter of time until I'm gonna get on my soapbox for one minute. But it's a matter of time until the Oscars are relegated to the corner of the culture that they deserve. And games are lifted uh, to the realm of fine art. Yeah. Well, I heard it a lot recently. Like, games are art, but I don't, you, you don't think of Office, let's say. So, Word, PowerPoints, those applications, Office. You don't think of that as art. That's also just another piece of software. I think that a game itself is not art until some artist and some developer get together and make it artistic themselves. By making it do something you can't achieve in any other way. Mm-hmm. Like there are algorithms that make beautiful structures and it's basically just one giant loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, the triangle. And then you got... Fractals. Y- y- yeah, fractals. Mm. Like infinite fractals to change colors to make it look like structures. Uh, if someone were to make that, like purely by code... That's art. Death if, by code. Death by code. We okay. got a show title. Sure, sure. sure. Mm. I, I, yeah, I, like, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I'm just gonna say, uh, uh, destroy in hooks game object point comma. Hey, and we're gonna say game object kill yourself because that's how pseudo <laughs> works. That's how pseudo code works. He's being he's being ironic for anybody who's not seeing his facial <laughs> features. <laughs> Well, I'm not being completely ironic. Well, if you say yeah. if you say in a script, you call the script "kill yourself." You have only one line of code in the start function, which is "destroy game object." It's literally "kill yourself." <laughs> yeah, I understand. So, well, code doesn't have emotions. It's destroyed. It doesn't kill. It it lowers variables, and it destroys. 
Okay. Or, dis- or disables, whichever you like best. Death by Code is the episode title. That is, uh, we still got more time, but that's fascinating, man. We're, yeah, we're getting pretty deep there. Very yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. How it's such a curious thing because if you're, and there are auteurs, people who are making games the way that Bergman or Wells or Scorsese made and make movies, film, and Tarantino and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and yet it somehow remains a subculture. And I think that has something to do about, well, it has to do with the boomers hanging on as much as they hang on and the centralization of old media, but that is dying. And they already, esports is already a huge thing in South Korea, and even in the United States. Yeah, it's going to get bigger and bigger China. and bigger. China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Fortnite, now one of the biggest free to play games, though. Like, that's nice. That's, that's incredible. It just shows you don't need to have a 60 dollar price on your game right. to make money so not at all yeah and you don't need to give players benefits or an advantage or anything because all fortnite does is sell skins is and that is that how fortnite's monetized they sell yeah, skins they that's sell re- they, that's incredible they, they sell skins and it's like you can equip that skin and that's basically all you can do it's all customization <laughs> and un- unlike uh the valve games like yeah. Team Fortress 2, uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, CSGO. Like, those skins, you can sell them again, and there are gambling sites created around that that's giving them a lot of problem. <laughs> like, that, okay, don't give it that option. It's it's the skins. They've created that's their what, own marketplace. Yeah. But it's not even a mark, marketplace, because you can't resell it or anything. If you, if you buy it, you just get an, a new option. Right, you're not going to cash out your skins in a Bitcoin. No. Once you're in, you're in. The money's in. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's, they're creating their own little side yeah. market. Yeah, but they execute You're liquid so in well. the game. Yeah, but yeah. like, they listen to the players. They know what they want. They create skins that people want to buy. They make it a free-to-play game. So people yeah. are like, well, I haven't already paid 60 bucks for nothing, basically. You know what's, like, right, of course. Yeah. You know what's wild is that this is theater. Fortnite yeah. is theater. Yeah. And people really don't know how to address that what are we really dealing with in terms of the future and all of it i I understand that it's it's maybe pretty deep facebook is theater if this second life online facebook is just a a data gathering application it's it's like your personal (laughs) private detective or spy yeah Yeah. facebook is a spy (laughs) well you know we say is facebook incorporated fbi there's a thing. Uh, yeah, I, have, a, I have. A, I, I don't have a good feeling of Facebook anymore at yeah, all. I just divest, disgusting. sell, 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 yeah. sell, sell, sell. Yeah. No, and everything. In. It's just like, uh, why do you want to? You know, it's like I like silence. You know, in my life, you know, why do you want to hear stupidity of a thousand people all the time, like news feeding this shit? Like, I don't want to hear this. I just watch the news one time. You know, I don't have to watch the news like a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> Or whatever it is they're, they're talking about, their cats or their, you know, the food they had and their amazing <laughs> vacation. And I, don't, I don't give a shit. That's why I like, yeah. I do like Twitter. Twitter is fun. Twitter is. Yeah, I'm into Instagram right now. And yeah. I, I reopened my Facebook after three years. Um, and I just it, it deleted the application again on my phone and I'm just like checking every two weeks. Maybe every two weeks just to see who if somebody sent me a message or anything. But that's it. I'm done with it. Done with Facebook. Yeah, especially <laughs> now, like <laughs> death by code. Oh, death by code. I just dropped something. Never mind. <laughs> That's but, all right. Uh, Facebook was recently asking users to submit their email with their email passwords, instead, so that when they send you the verification, hey, is this you? You don't have to click on the link. They can verify it for you. That's what they recently did. The service is now done. What about fifty k people? Have uh, have actually done that already. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I heard there was a breach of a billion uh, pieces of information or uh, sets of information about a billion people. Something like that. Not wow. by Facebook. But there was another company that was offering services to various companies. And <laughs> there was a breach and the company vanished. So we're living in the Wild West yet. We, don't, we, we think we uh, traverse the continent and 
the Pacific was reached and now Manifest Destiny exists and it's over. But we're living in 10 dimensions all at once. We've got our hmm. our real life. We've got our media life. We have our, uh, you know, our online life. We have our work life. We have – it's like this fracturing of our identities. And you know who was a great artist who predicted this was David fucking Bowie. Right. And he was showing <laughs> – this is a bit of <laughs> – this is a complete departure. Yeah. It's your green hair did it. But he was showing us that we were, were not who we seem to be. And the theater used to – the theater used to show us this. And yet, you know, in America, it doesn't really have the, the force that it used to. And even the great, the great American plays and, and musicals tend to be – and I'm not, I'm not knocking Hamilton, but they tend to be reflective on the past and they're trying to reincorporate it and deal with it. But there's – there's this media, this media, and, I, and I'm not again. I, Hamilton, I'm sure, is great, but it's like it's just strange. We're living in a hyper mediated, mediated reality. Like things are not not what they seem. It's a hall of mirrors in every direction. And this is uh, something that I wonder if, when you're taking your uh, game courses, Mike, are they are they talking about? The, the philosophy or the thinking behind it? Is there anything like like the humanities of gaming? Because that would be a cool course to take. Well, I'd be interested in that. Last school year, so the first year of the course, uh, we did have uh, one uh, one lesson, I guess uh, the name is, uh, about game theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's talking about how to make game feel natural uh, so we were talking about mario one of the older versions of mario just on your pc on some online website just free to play uh, they talked how you start on the left to show you have to go right mm. that's where your character starts and it starts following you so you know you have to keep going right and if you don't do that you just you'll just hit the wall so it's all made to feel natural uh, how do you make it feel more human like Use algorithms and randomize them. Hmm. And we had a couple very great lessons uh, on that. Well, you have these great games, these classic games, Mario, Tetris, even The Sims, SimCity. They teach you how to play the game by playing the game. That's how you learn. And so the games yeah. have their own grammar. They have their own, their own world. Yeah, a great example was Minecraft, especially back in the day. It did not have a single tutorial. It, all it had was uh, achievements. You had to figure out how to get those achievements yourself. The only hint you got is E to open inventory, which back in the day used to be I. For for inventory. Yeah. Yeah. E was just, it's right next to W, so like right next to walking forward, so it's more in hand reach. Uh, so it was very weird to definitely for me to <laughs> I to E. So instead of going all the way to the oh, other right, right, side right. of the keyboard, all of a sudden, like, oh, it's just a 10. <laughs> that probably drove you crazy. Yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> I used to love flight simulators. I played a lot of oh, those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dogfight, that, that type stuff. Yeah, back there, to Zoot Tycoon. Yeah. You could also test your rights first person. That was amazing. Oh. You, you could what? You could test your ride. Oh, so you would roller you would, coasters? You would first person. <laughs> so you'd ride your own roller coaster? Yes. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> you make me want to play it, man. Do. Please. I, okay. All right. Please. You got to play Oregon Trail, buddy. Okay. You got to remind me. All right. We're, we're, after this is over, we're, no, after this is over, we're going to look at Oregon Trail for a few minutes. It, it, it takes about an hour to play. We're not going to do it, fellas, but we're going to look at it. All right? All right. <laughs> And we can look at Roller Coaster Tycoon, uh, Tycoon too. The yeah, I keep going back to theater and things, and I because that's kind of my background, and I'm not trying to make it about me. It, it seems to be that there should be more. There's such a. It feels like there's such a wall between storytelling and people who are classical storytellers, screenwriters, mm-hmm. uh, theater people, playwrights, even novelists and storytellers, uh, people who write short stories, poets. Uh, it's just I, I wonder when that that bridge is gonna um, be just a normal part of life between that stuff and and gaming. And I'm not the first to say this. This has been said for a long time. But if you go online, uh, you don't you don't tend to see if you're looking up like copywriting gigs. You don't tend to see like, hey, we need a copywriter to work on games. It's more like it's more of a subculture. Even yet, with all that money flowing. What do you, 
what do you all do? I'm not fishing for work either. I'm really trying to think about like what it's like. What, what do you all do for like story, for for plot, for dialogue, for for all those things that are important to games? Is there is yeah, there yeah, somebody? Yeah, is there somebody in that? Like, if you could get Lin Manuel Miranda to work in your game, and I know that's uh-huh. happening, but that'd be that'd be amazing, right? Hamilton, the game. Get that guy to work. I mean, he's busy, I'm sure, right? But like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, stories, a giant part of the game. I would say, like, for Life is Strange, you got the feature of going back in time, but the story is, let's say, eighty percent of the game. Yeah, uh, and if you don't have a good story for a storytelling game, especially, uh, you just got a, a shitty product. Let me, let's be honest. But hmm. for us, we haven't had any lessons in writing story, only about how make, how to make the game natural. Uh, and if you need to build around the story, all they give us is like the topic. So right now, the myth project, uh, our myth is Beelzebub, second demon. Beelzebub, Asmodeus, <laughs> Satanus, <laughs> Lucifer. Lucifer. <laughs> That's where these podcasts began. Ghost. We were watching this video. Ghost. <laughs> Lucifer. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Satanic Pope. I yeah, love it. I it. love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're making a game about yeah. uh, Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, mm-hmm. and the, the film thing is the project's almost over. We don't even have, we don't even have Beals above implements yet. <laughs> <laughs> what, does he, what does he look like? Uh, I don't know. Does he have a uh, he, he like no, orange hair and there, a toupee? There, and there's nothing made accent. for him yet, but okay. that's because it's a bit of a difficult task because uh, when Bizzabob is on Earth, it's just basically a voice in a corpse, <laughs> like a pig's corpse or a human's corpse. Can you get Morgan Freeman? Sure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if Morgan Freeman is dead, let's get Beelzebub to possess the corpse and <laughs> make people dead. believe in him. Morgan Freeman is still alive. He's still he's Morgan still Freeman kicking. Morgan is a living legend. So legends have to die. Yeah, yeah. Simba, yeah. You are my son and the one true king. Yeah, pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's fun, man. So, so uh, where can Mike? Where can people find you? Are you online? Uh, not that much. I used to have YouTube and everything, but, uh, nothing more. I have a website which is just my name dot nl basically. So my nl. But online, you can't really find me just yet. Maybe yeah, in that's the future. Right. Okay. Well, I can, I can link to your, uh, website if I can spell your name. <laughs> I think I have it somewhere. <laughs> Jose, where can people find you? We're not done. We're going to go for another 10 minutes, but, uh, All right, just yeah, no, like I'm fine. rounding up the, uh, how do you find people? How do I find people? How, I mean, how, how do people find you? That's what I mean. Oh, um, I mean, yeah, through my Instagram right now, I guess. My website. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. Oh, my uh, website is jigomez.com. J-I-Gomez. Gomez. G-O-M-E-Z. Yep. Dot com. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you can write me anything over there. Or you can find me on Instagram. I think it's like Jose, it's Jose Ignacio Gomez Uno. So Jose Ignacio Gomez one. <laughs> yeah, stay in touch with Jose. This is one of the friendliest guys I know. I don't know about Mike. I think Mike is. Uh, I'm, I'm on the fence about Mike. You don't want to trust me. <laughs> like Mike the, is very dark. I'm the guy. If you see me with a USB, make sure you're, all your plug, or your, all your ports are plugged. <laughs> he was. He, Mike was giving me some tips on how to fuck with people through scripts and code and things earlier. He was telling me you want to you want to mess with your friends. He was rattling off how to do it when we we're walking into. Yeah, just. Set yeah, a checkpoint. The restaurant earlier. Set a line of code to run the scripts <laughs> you're running and go to the checkpoints. It's like cell duplication. You got one terminal. You got two terminals. Uh-huh. You got four, eight, sixteen, forty-two, sixty-four, two hundred fifty-six terminals, and you can't move your mouse because your RAM is empty <laughs> and your PC is crashing. Okay, okay, Mike, are you? <laughs> have you ever seen Mr. Robot? Uh, no, I haven't. Has anybody told you about Mr. Robot? Uh, do you mean the robot from SpongeBob? Because otherwise, no. I, I don't. No, no. no, Mr. Robot's a TV show that's on USA Network. It's a big hit. Rami Malek, the guy who played... Oh, you need to know about Mr. Robot. It's a show about a hacker. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Okay. You you look like somebody that they would cast to be one of Rami Malek's totally, yeah. mates uh-huh. or his enemy in Mr. Robot. And that's, you know, that's pretty cool. It means you have a style. A lot of people will never have a style, Mike. They're non-player characters. It comes uh, with a Netherlands citizenship. I I don't think so. I bet there are a lot of glassy-eyed nobodies in the Netherlands yeah, too. Not to be judgmental. Are. You know, this is that normie thing. Like I'm it's, just gonna go to work and I'm gonna wear my polo and 
It's not judgmental if it's true. Yeah. Well, I don't have any hate in my heart. It's just I like I like somebody with style. I'm not I'm not very swinging right now. I'm just whatever. Anyway, you you definitely need to see uh, Mr. Robot Man. You dig it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll look into it. Yes. You better. You better damn well look into it. Change if you're life. not too busy shooting people nah, with your I'm not BB too gun. Sure about that. Just <laughs> <laughs> change our way. <laughs> well, so we're winding down. We're not quite done yet. This is the podcast about things people love. Get this. Get this podcast.com. Five star us on iTunes. I'm putting some work into this. I'm grabbing fellows from different continents and bringing them onto this show so you can listen to our blather. It's something like an interview, something like a meditation. And I want you to enjoy the show. And if you if you do, let me know. If you don't, let me know. Yeah, I'll probably respond to the first. <laughs> the second one, you might not hear from me ever again. That's all right. No, I don't. Oh, that's hard. I know. I accept feedback. It's all good. I'm just I'm just trying to make it a little funny. Um, yeah, on the Oregon Trail, I lived a lot of life, man. You say you know, I'm hunting those bears. Gotta get, you die from lots of different things on the Oregon Trail. You can die from dysentery, which I think means you shit yourself to death, which is not good. <laughs> Nobody wants that. That's a game that they put in front of us as kids, right? Yeah. Jeez, I need to. I need to see it because I'm like I'm like guessing in the in the, in the white page. Like, uh, you can't imagine. Right. You can't imagine what it looks like. It's this strange. game. In the updates, now featuring death by shit. <laughs> yeah, death by shitting. Yeah. There's a meme that goes around. It's like, you have died from taxation. You have died from, <laughs> you have died from President Trump. Stuff like that. It's funny. It's oh, good stuff. They put, they put an effort in the death messages. It, it, it's a whole thing, man. I mean, there are a lot of different ways to die on the Oregon Trail. Yeah. You can starve to death. But the important thing is that you can kill yourself, Mike. That's, that's for you, that one. Oh, Death by code. Five star. I rate eight out of eight, mate. With Vegas. Yeah, but I mean, come on. If you, if you can kill yourself, it's a complete game because then it's very realistic, right? <laughs> it's the most human thing, right? You yeah. can kill yourself as Mario. Death by code. Death by code. <laughs> no, now we have like a, now we also have the, the, the name of the new game. Death by Death code. Death by code. Well, if so you don't, so after you, yeah. Right yeah, now. I've also like unbubbled the uh, business connection app. Uh, there were two guys. The one was someone from scrapeyourtongue.com and he wanted me to make a game apparently. And the other guy is like a jeweler, a diamond smith. <laughs> He also wanted to make a game with me. Mike is Mike is talking about uh, he and I. We I started networking online, so I'm doing uh, like Shaper and Bumblebiz, and we met that way. We had some coffee. Jose showed up, and now he's talking about how somebody wanted to like what scrape your tongue, scrape your tongue. That's gone, people. Learn about the the amazing health benefits of scraping your tongue daily. I I think I think you did better coming coming up here and hanging out with me, man. I think we did all right. I'm not trying to sell you anything. Uh, although I did get you on no, the podcast. You can't tell me anything if I'm already sold. Right. Ow. Awesome. How long are you in New York? Uh, only for nine days. I'll be leaving on uh, Tuesday. So you're here for nine days, leaving on Tuesday. Second time in New York. Yes. As we, as we wind down the show, as we strangle this episode to death. <laughs> death what? by code. Death by code. It's Dead. gonna be how do you? Code. That's quite cool. That, that that'd be a good band name, actually. Death by code. Yeah. Uh, the, main, the main character is a Venezuelan six five guy. So you know, and oh. you know, I was open the doors on the writers. You know, <sighs> telling them you know how they have to write the main character so death I get more chances code. in the future Dead. as an actor. Death by code. Death by code. Death. Oh, sorry, yeah. this is too funny. Just <laughs> <laughs> head banging. <laughs> so before we go, Mike, what, so what's your impression of New York? What's your favorite thing about your New York? What's your least favorite thing about New York? Uh, my favorite thing about New York, the random ass people asking you if you want weed, even though you're from the Netherlands and you know the weed is here, here is shit. Uh, the thing I hate is the stench everywhere. Everywhere it smells. Oh my god! What does it smell like? <laughs> it smells like shit. Like no joke, it smells like shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I guess we're so used I, to the fucking. I think smell. we're just used to the smell of shit. <laughs> I guess it's just a normal n- New York air. Yeah. Hey, and, uh, l- and let me tell you, you haven't seen anything because in the summer when you go to the subway, all these vapors uh, come into your face like urine and. This is the oh the hometown god. of the forty fifth president. 
of the United States of America. And that's a podcast, gentlemen. Thank you for coming on. Mike, buddy, God bless you. Death by code. Be good. Jose, awesome. And one more time, gentlemen. Ready? Death by code. Death by code. Death by code. Death by code. You guys are like crazy. Thank you.